This podcast is part of the Telerik Developer Network. Telerik by Progress. Hello and welcome to Eat Sleep Code, the official Telerik podcast. I'm your host, Ed Charbonneau, and with me today is Clint Rutkus. How are you doing, Clint? Hey, doing well. And also is, with me is Michael Crump. How are you doing, Michael? Hey, I'm doing great. How about you? Not bad. Uh, Michael and Clint, you guys work for Microsoft. And uh, why don't you guys give me a little bit of information about what exactly you guys are working on, what your roles are there. Uh, Clint, we'll start with you. Okay, so I'm a uh, product manager on Windows Developer. So my job is to try to find out like what things the community wants and what APIs are needed and give that feedback back to the engineering team and see what could be done to help uh, get those APIs and and feature requests to help out developers. Uh, Michael Crump is on my team and I'll I'll let him give a little bit uh, bit of uh, info about himself uh, before we move on to what wonderful toy we, we will discuss. Yes, uh, so I'm also a product manager here at Microsoft, and I look after uh, the universal Windows platform uh, for developers. So obviously making sure if there's something that developers are looking for that they want to, you know, that they're going to use in an application that we are building uh, the right, right stuff there. So this week, there's a lot of amazing things being announced at Build, and you guys are working on something that is coming out of this uh, this Build week. Um, so why don't you give us a little introduction to the Windows Template Studio that you guys are working on? Okay, so Windows Template Studio is a uh, helps out your file new experience. With UWP uh, development, the templates basically that you have access to is uh, a blank application. And for most developers, that could be a bit overwhelming. And it helps to build up a scaffolding for where you need to be can take multiple hours to just to get it functional when you're adding in, you know, like let's say six pages, a background task, wanting uh, live tiles, let's say you want to add in some, uh, use the MVVM Lite framework uh, and add in suspend and resume. To do all that and to test it and validate, it takes multiple hours. Um, We know this because we actually asked one of our uh, uh, documentation experts to build an app and record it from start to finish and took them about three hours. And we built out a dynamic generation tool that can do it in about 20 seconds with full clicking from start to finish. Yeah, in the way that, oh, no, no, go ahead. Oh, so in, in, I was just gonna add on to that last that little piece is that I think a lot of the times that people kind of get kind of caught up in, okay, if I want to add X, Y, and Z feature, I have to spend a ton of times in, in the documentation. I have to, you know, uh, the typical developer may go and decide, oh, you know, I'm gonna top this in and, uh, Bing or Google it, and it will head me over to Stack Overflow, and I want to try to maybe, you know, find something that looks similar and then copy and paste or go try it, F5, and then, you know, go back to maybe some documentation. This is this is definitely designed to get you to that F5 experience with the pages, frameworks, and features that you need. And that's out of the gate. And the other great thing is, 
is that we have we we call this Windows Template Studio. So when you when your app is fully generated, you can F5 it. But there's we all we do is build up the framework. We don't do everything for you. So because we can't assume what you as a developer want to do. So we have little to-dos like if you add in a background task. We have zero clue what type of background task uh, uh, trigger you want or what that background task should actually functionally do. So we add in a to-do that puts you exactly where that line of code that you need to start putting in stuff and tell you this is where you need to do this. Or if you use a map control, we tell you exactly where, where to get the Bing map API key and what variable you need to put that into. So out of the gate, you can get quickly up and running to build out your app to do the cool stuff rather than the mundane stuff like building out the scaffolding. So let's try to visualize this for the folks listening. Uh, we're talking about Windows universal applications right now. So we're talking about uh, the stuff that's in the Windows store and you're running on uh, your Windows desktop, um, uh, HoloLens and things like that, right? So the UWP platform. Yeah, and so, yeah. this is like... This is to augment the file new project experience where you know, right now you get a blank application, but it you know, doesn't really do a whole lot. So you're saying it takes about three hours to build up something that's even moderately like useful um, as a starter application. Uh, you know, in, in ASP.NET MVC, we have something that, that starts up and we have things like Bootstrap installed and uh, you know, some of the JavaScript libraries that we need. Uh, so this Windows Template Studio kind of gives us that experience, but there's a little bit more to it, right? Yeah, and I think are, are you, you're talking about a lot of some scaffolding from like Yeoman or something like that. Is that uh, just that file new project. Uh, there's there's actually uh, three different types of projects you can generate for an ASP.NET application. Um, you can have an ASP.NET MVC. Uh, you can have a web API or a blank application. And I think what you were telling me earlier is uh, UWP kind of starts in this blank application mode where there's there's really no kind of direction given. Uh, you, you're kind of up. It's up to you to make what you want of it, but that process uh, takes quite a bit of time. Yeah, so if you click the universal Windows apps node, you only have blank app. There isn't the the other additional uh, the other additional uh, pages top that's available for you out of the box. And that's really, I think, where we're trying to drive home here is that that is one of the needs that we saw also from the community. I think it was like the number two ask uh, from a community survey that we did. Uh, was that, oh, there's stuff that was missing. It was in previous versions of, you know, Windows 8 and so forth. There was a couple of additional templates. And then in Windows 10, you guys are just starting me out with blank. So can you help me? Can you can you hold my hand just a little bit and get me up and let me actually scaffold a project with some of the things that, you know, is most common in universal Windows platform applications? And that's why we start with selecting the project top. You know, your classic blank to a navigation pane to pivots and tabs to then you pick the framework, what's best for you. If it's if it's code behind, which is the traditional method that if you select blank app, that's where you start from or a third party framework such as NVVM LUT uh, and then obviously NVVM basic. Those are the ones that's kind of baked in. And then from there, we drill down to the different pages and features uh, that, that you could just select and add into your application. 
So you can kind of select these things piecemeal. So you you know you're doing this a la carte. You can go in and pick different parts of the application uh, rather than like picking a specific application template type and have it generate boatloads of code that you may or may not use. Yeah, and that was like when me and Michael were uh, tr kind of brainstorming this, we saw Yoman and we liked that approach where it's very a la carte. Um, we kind of joke and say, it's pick your own adventure. What do you as a developer want? And we just all we do is help onboard you there quicker. Yeah, and so for example, if you wanted a navigation pane in maybe MVVM Lite, you may not need all of the pages that we have available. So you may want a settings page and a master details page. And we also have a map that's available that maybe you're not doing anything with mapping or maybe you don't need a tabbed or a web view. So you pick the ones that makes the most sense for your application as you're starting out. You want live tiles? You can add that in. You want toast notifications? Just simple, uh, simple as, a, as, as a couple of mouse clicks. And you can add that to your, your application. Yeah, I like your that you can pick what you like because there's nothing that developers love more than generated code that you don't use. <laughs> and, and actually, the, going on generated code, um, one of the great things we did do is like we partnered with Laurent for MVVM Lite along with the uh, community members to be sure that the code that we are generating is code that everyone would want. And it's code that works for both beginners and the pros. So we worked very, very uh, um, rigorously to validate we're not doing stuff just to to generate it, we want to be sure it's the code that you guys want. And I think that's a really important message that, that Clint's driving on there. And that is that we all kind of know, you know, we've talked a lot about different types of generated code. And as developers, the first thing that we're thinking of is, oh, no, not another one of those. Not, not, a, <laughs> not another something that's going to generate code for me that I'm going to take and I'm going to strip out. The code that is generated with this, this application has been talked about and tested with with many different people to make sure hey you know is this what you would expect okay if you do an mvvm project what would you expect i would expect a models folder you know my view models folder my views folder and i would expect you know my main page to maybe be in inside of my my views folder instead of you know uh out beside my app.xaml so there's a lot of those type of things that i think that we really tried to be very careful with and make sure that we add, we added those in in a way that was was correct by at least the majority of developers, what they would be expecting. And what does this experience look like? Is there a familiar you know UI that that we could kind of place ourselves in? I mean, is this just like a bunch of checkboxes that we go through, or is there like a, an experience here? So the experience is very familiar. We work directly with the community to. To, and and we asked them, you know, what is your favorite wizard? And the, overwhelmingly, everyone basically responded with, we like the brand new Visual Studio 2017 uh, installer wizard. So uh, I b believe it was Matt Lacey uh, produced a quick PowerPoint template that kind of outlined a bunch of the ideas that we had into a kind of functional wireframe and then we then I built it out in XAML really quick and then we made a fully functional version of it in about two weeks so the wizard itself is acts differently than the main Visual Studio installer but the look and feel is very very similar so the first page is you pick your 
uh, project type and your framework. So these are basically your pillars that dictate everything else. So a project type would be, do you want a nav pane or pivot tab or just a blank? Do it, You're going to do everything. And then the frameworks, right now, the three frameworks we support are a generic MVVM framework, the stereotypical code behind method that, you know, classic WinForm developers would be used to, and MVVM Lite. From that, you then go to your pages and features. Uh, from And then once you select what you want from both of those pages, you click Generate, and it uh, Visual Studio then create, creates your project for you and you're off, off to the races coding. Yeah, and I think one thing to kind of also uh, touch on is getting this actually installed on your machine is going to be as easy as going out to the Visual Studio gallery and there you'll be able to search for it and you will download a VizX installer and run that VizX installer. And from there, you'll be able to start seeing this new uh, this new template once you go to your file, new project, and select the Universal Windows Apps. I think is the, the title there. So we've we've kind of established what this is and and a little bit about how how it came about, but we haven't really talked about how do we add to this? Is it open source like a lot of other things that are in the Microsoft ecosystem these days? Or is this something that just a few people have control over and we're, we're only going to have these templates until uh, that body decides that we need more? So 100% this is open source. It's host, hosted on GitHub. It's under the MIT license. Uh, we work directly with the community. So we... We want an open and honest discussion with everyone so we don't make assumptions that aren't actually what everyone wants or feels is strongly on. So if anyone wants a new feature, our, uh, our, our rules basically for contribution is open up an issue. Let's have a discussion and be sure that what is being built, is, no one else is actually proactively working on the same thing so that we don't duplicate effort, but it's also what everyone feels is correct so we we're trying to maintain a, a quality bar that works across everyone and also another great thing about this being open source is if your company wants to create custom templates that are very very specialized they can download the source code set up their own uh, uh template zip file and point the uh, their own custom visx at that and then use our our infrastructure basically to power that and you know going back to the the, the contributing we've obviously there is that contributing.md and i think what's important to note there is that uh inside of inside of that document that's that's on the github that you'll see is all about you know what do we think is a good pull request? What's the type of quality you know insurance there for for pull request? Then we have like some rules, and the rules aren't to be you know so proud or anything like that. Of of, of but it's more along the lines of hey you know check out check out these rules of of you know what we think you know do not use verbs that are already used like fetch um, you know communicate incorrect usage of APIs as soon as possible. Uh, do use verbs like get, uh, stuff like that and naming conventions and the rest of the documentations and how we are structuring files and folders. So I think it's a good place to look at at least a first stop if you're going to be adding, uh, uh, if you're, you're wanting to contribute to the project. And we would absolutely 
you know, love to have you. Yep. So let me, let me throw a little scenario at you. Let's say you worked for a company that was known for being like the absolute leader and in user interface controls for uh, Microsoft developers. And you had this amazing UI control suite that was open source. Uh, maybe it was called Teller UI for UWP or something like that. And um, you know, you wanted to add some templates uh, around those controls. Uh, what would be the course of action there? So ironically, it will not be shipped in our uh, the version that will be released at build, but shortly after we do have a pull request right now that is for adding a Telerik uh, uh, chart control page. So nice. uh, the community that is currently helping build this is already you know helping drive forward the the pages and 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 features that are required in to build basic applications and if if the community feels that the page or the concept is needed 100% we will uh, uh, work toward in integrating it where appropriate and, yeah and uh, i think that's important there is that okay if you have something that you believe that should be in this product like don't let us stop you like go for it i mean build it out test it make sure you know make sure it, it it's something you know that that works great and then Let's see. Let's see if this this is a this is a good fit for for everything that that we're trying to do here, and make sure that it is uh, make sure that it's something that the the community wants and they find useful. Yeah, and then the key thing, like I mentioned before, is having a discussion up front. So I'd rather have a a, a heated discussion up front than have someone do a lot of work. And then have people go, no, this isn't a good idea. And then you get hurt feelings. So we want to have a, I would rather have a lively discussion up front and say, hey, well, maybe this feature goes too far and this feature is perfect. This feature should be um, tweaked because then that, that makes it generic. So then we're not making assumptions. So the code that becomes generated is a, like I said, a solid starting point, not a completed application. So that's where we have to have that fine line of uh, give, do just enough, but not too much. And that's where I think that having the discussion comes in where the, uh, we want to be sure what is created every dev would like and not is just randomly stripping out everything. And a great way we do that actually is we start pointing uh, in the code, in the uh, documentation for the actual generated code, we point back to the GitHub on how to extend stuff out. So we have a settings page, for example. Um, one of the interesting problems of is how do you add in additional settings into this? So right now, all it does is it changes for, uh, your theme from light to dark theme, which is something most apps actually implement. So, but what happens if you wanted to add in maybe a, an integer setting uh, or a string setting? Like, how would you go about doing that? And rather than have these hard coded into the templates, we actually just point back to our documentation and say, this is how you do that if you want to. Uh, so then we're not producing code that is unwanted in the physical template. And I, I noticed you said something about a contribution markdown file. So there's some instructions there for people that do want to contribute. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it goes to coding standards, to um, 
you know, go, going back to how do I go about actually even jumping in and saying, like, is this a good idea or not? And, you know, everyone is 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 welcome to come out and 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 talk and have a discussion. I like that you guys have sent set up the uh, contribution, you know, guidelines with that document. And I, I wish a lot more open source projects would adopt that behavior. Uh, it kind of helps everybody get on the same page and and let people know how to contribute the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that runs into the own stuff. Some of the other stuff that that we do is that you know, what, if by doing this project, what's some of the things that we've noticed of of prior previous work that we could add into this to make this easier for people to kind of understand. Hey, here's what's going on here. Here's how you can help out, and uh, we'd love to have you. Now, is there like a programming model or something that's behind um, these templates that you'd need to know to create them? Is or is it you know kind of like you write the the code that you'd like to be generated and that just gets included? How does how does that process work? So it's a bit more complicated than just writing a page. Um, so the the Windows Template Studio is actually powered under the hood by a Visual Studio template uh, generator that's also open source. And basically what we have are a bunch of uh, files that then dictate how everything else is generated. So uh, imagine you have a bunch of includes almost, and depending on where the code needs to get injected, a couple different little tweaks have to happen. and you have to, you know, if you add in a new page, be sure that the the page follows the best practices or actually works with, you know, the code behind MVVM, uh, the vanilla MVVM or the MVVM Lite. Be sure that you're following all those practices. Um, it's not as complex as, as you might think, but it does take a little bit of re-engineering how you think you build something. And even if, you know, even if this, you, you may be listening to this and you're like, oh, you know, that, that sounds like a lot. Again, there is documentation that goes through, you know, like the anatomy of a template. Like what's needed? Where is it needed? Give me some examples of, of how this would look like. Give me even the file names that kind of walks you through that. In, yeah. In and a, and it's, it's shockingly not, depending on what you need, it's not that hard. Um like, like I said, we already have two contribution pages uh, that are pending come uh, uh, our initial release. So I will say the one thing that I think is important to talk about that we haven't talked about yet is that these uh, these templates, once you generate a template, a lot of the times as developers, we kind of, kind of ignore some of the design aspects of things. Uh, we've worked with the design team here to make sure that when you generate an application, that out of the box, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about, oh, you know, how do I add a selection, you know, uh, to show that this item has been selected or, you know, how many pixels does this need to be over or what is the standard colors here? What's the true lot theme? You know, what are what are all of these things? Out of the box, it has that available for you and also the triggers that will help you with different types of screen sizes. A lot of that is is just baked in for free instead of, you know, worrying about, okay, you know, if I've got a small screen to a large screen, how does this application work or what have I got to wire up? It's there for you. And also we've started some of the the foundations there of adding in localization. So there is a a file there 
that you can go ahead and you can take a look at, but it will it will add in some of the basic uh, for localization for you for some of the different text blocks and controls that are already on the in the application. It's nice to see uh, some of the UX stuff uh, being. Uh, kind of templated out. I know that Microsoft has some really good uh, UI and UX guidelines out there. Uh, so it's good to see that being uh, taken into consideration in the templates themselves. So you don't have to necessarily know all of the guidelines. While it's still good to go look at them and, and understand them, um, you don't have to be you know an absolute expert on everything that's in those uh, UI guidelines. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I mean, that type of stuff can consume a lot of your time. And we would like for you to be able to at least, you know, get something kind of up and going and, you know, start adding pages to it. And obviously you may need to come back, you know, if there's, you know, you're adding some you know, some random pages, you need to make sure that those are also, you know, adhering to the design guidelines. But at least it's getting you, uh, it's getting you there with at least the app that it scaffolds out. And where can we find out more about the windows template studio do you guys have a web page github project all the above yeah i think the github project is where you would like to go uh, to learn more and that is just simply an aka.ms slash wts it's a very short aka.ms slash wts it's wts is in sam as in windows template studio yes and that will just redirect you to our GitHub page. And from there, we have install instructions, how to contribute, how to download it. If you want to fork the project 100%, um, you know, raise an issue, do pull requests 100%. And uh, how do we get in touch with you guys? Are, are you all on Twitter? Do you have um, some web pages that we can uh, see where you're blogging or whatnot? Yeah, you can reach me on Twitter at mbcrump. I also blog uh, from time to time at michaelcrump.net. Uh, for me, the pr- best way to get a hold of me is, would be on Twitter at Clint Ruckus, so C-L-I-N-T-R-U-T-K-A-S. Um, yeah, happy to chit-chat with everyone. Yeah, and we'll we'll be including a little blog post about all of this at developer.teller.com along with the show notes. Uh, so if you can't remember all those fun URLs we just spit out um, and you didn't have your notebook handy, don't worry, we'll put those all in our show notes so you can just go there and click and get to the GitHub pages and uh, follow these guys on Twitter. Uh, Clint, Michael, I appreciate you guys making time for me and uh, coming on the show to talk about Windows Template Studio. Uh, Build has been amazing and uh, it's been great to uh, talk about things that have happened on the show and uh, it's another great example of what's going on over at Microsoft. Thanks for having us. Great. Thank you. Great. Thanks guys. Okay. Cheers. Cheers.